Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Nikki Gilbert-Daniels, and welcome to the first episode of She Speaks Live. Yes! <laughs> On the ones and twos is DJ Sally Fowl. She Speaks Live was created as a platform and a safe space for women to talk about issues that impact our lives every single day. A place where every woman's voice matters and where when she speaks, everybody listens. We'll tackle everything from mind, body, and spirit wellness to personal relationships, politics, and we're women, so of course we gotta throw in a little juicy gossip here and there. She Speaks Live was created to not only entertain you, but to uplift, empower, and motivate you to drop all that baggage you've been carrying and live your very best life. Tonight we have an incredible show for you, our topic for the evening, a discussion on domestic violence. And I am so, so, so honored to have with us tonight Christy Sims, who is a domestic violence advocate and acid attack survivor. Y'all give it up, yes. It's all right. And from a little TV series that I created, my girl, my sister, my friend, she sings her face off. She's beautiful. She's a super mom. Give it up for Kiki Wyatt. She's gonna give us a little something, something with that throat of hers. When I say that girl sings from the roof to the flow, she sings from the roof to the flow. But before we get into Kiki Wyatt, this is a little moment that I like to call the She Speaks Live Spotlight. And tonight in our She Speaks Live Spotlight, we have a brother who sings his face off, who happens to be Kiki Wyatt's brother. So you thought Kiki was only singing the family? Not so much. I am Kiki Wyatt's brother. And I'm also Kiki's Wyatt brother now, thanks to Barack Obama. He did that. Yes, we can. We've been thinking about adopting, but I think that we have a different plan in mind. What if we could keep it in the blood and have you be a surrogate for us? Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a huge She Speaks Live welcome to Mr. Kiever West. What's up? How y'all feeling tonight? Now, y'all gonna, gonna stick with me, right? Yeah. All right, I need y'all to be live with me. This song here is called Make Love, and um, it is on my EP entitled With Love by Kiever West. I hope you enjoy it. It's for the grown and sexy. Goes like this. Uh. Kissing, touching, loving, just me and you. on all platforms at Kiever West. Thank you for blessing us Thank with a moment and we're going to talk you. to your sister in a minute. Awesome. But before we get to Kiki Wyatt, I'm moving on over to the Hot Topics table with my Hot Topics co-host, Shanita Foster, Christine B, Stacey J. Johnson, DJ Fowley Fowl. Take us out, boo. Back to She Speaks Live. I'm your host, Nikki Gilbert Daniels. And before we bring out our VIP speakers, I have to introduce my beautiful, fly, smart, and very opinionated co host <laughs> who are here to help keep us up to date on the latest in politics, culture, and community. 
She hosts the Perspectives show on 9, 10 a.m., and she is the former chief of staff for the city of Detroit. Please welcome my Detroit versus everybody sister, Miss Christine Beattie. And while we're talking about Detroit, she is a TV personality, serial entrepreneur, and the author of Girl, I'm Not Tripping, I'm Depressed. Did I mention she was a doctor and an ambassador? Let's give it up for my Detroit sister, Miss Doctor, excuse me, Shanita Foster. <laughs> and of course, no panel, no panel nowhere, any place on the earth would be complete without relationships expert, best-selling author of Date Girl, 143 Reasons. Damn, that's a lot. It used to why be women should date. So. It used to be 170. Okay, yeah. uh, Date Girl, 143 <laughs> Reasons Why Women Should Date Multiple Men. Give it up for Stacey J. Johnson. <laughs> Now, ladies, before we start arguing, no, debating intelligently, <laughs> I want to do a toast the and invite the right. people into our little world. Yes. So, yes. welcome to what? She Speaks Live! Woo! So, ladies, uh, before we get into our banter and our mm -hmm. gossip, I just want to do some honorable mention. This weekend, did y'all hear about the Curl Fest? Yeah, you yeah. Yeah. Curl yeah. Fest? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. recently in Atlanta, they did Curl Fest. That is the Curly Collective. Christine, you'll really appreciate it. Yes, and of course, I'm wearing my natural hair, too, so I can appreciate <laughs> it. Girl, I'm wearing my natural hair, too. Everybody, everybody. Under the underneath, right. We're all natural, natural somewhere underneath. Yeah. Okay, another thing, ladies, I have to ask your opinion on this, because oh, y'all are what I like to call my smart friends, right? Okay, um, okay smart friends. So any of your friends not here, they're your dumb say, friends? I, I was going to say that sounded really bad. <laughs> I don't have any dumb well, I might have a few <laughs> dumb used-to-be friends, but we're going to leave that uh -oh. alone. Uh, God don't like ugly, I take it back, kind of. Uh, but, so, Shanita, we were talking uh, earlier before we started recording, and we were talking about the, the Kanye West, what is it called? Sunday, Sunday service? service? Oh, Sunday Kanye service. West Sunday So, What do you think about that? I think that when you put uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant and Kanye West in the same room, you're going to save a lot of sinners. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, it's facts. I I'm mean, just but that's what church facts. is supposed that's to That's what church is supposed do. to be. Um, I think they're just putting too much emphasis on him coming into the church and not more so on what it's supposed to do, which is to save lives, bring people closer to God. I personally don't have a, a, a problem with it. I just believe that most people try to make the pastor God. They forget that the pastor is man and that they make mistakes. And so no one is perfect. So I don't know what the uproar is, but I think they was more mad that Jamal no. asked for a second offering. A well, second well, offering? Well, well, no, no. But here, here's what people, and I kind Leave of... Leave my Morehouse brother alone, y'all. Look, no. no, I listened to kind of the, the feedback about it. It was more about, and this is where anybody that can bring folks to God, mm -hmm. I'm, yeah, all yeah, for absolutely. right? Absolutely. You know, I... I have no issues with that. The problem is, and this is what a lot of churches now are talking about, which is preaching this prosperity, mm. prosperity mm. Uh, yes, prosperity gospel, meaning if you do all the right things or then you can be wealthy like me. If you're not uh, but wealthy... But are they wealthy but, because... But no, 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 but wait, 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 no. Then the thing is... Clearly, if I'm not doing, if I if I if not if I've not attained that same prosperity, all these other people, then I must not be doing something right. That's what the prosperity gospel right, is about. Right. That's how. Hey, right. if you give, you do this, you all that. Everybody, it's, it's not going to apply to everybody. Right. Everybody's life is not going to end up a millionaire. But it's just not going to happen. I don't think Jamal doesn't preach that, though. You I know didn't that, say right? he so did. Yeah, I, I didn't say he did. Because one of them got a jet or no, two, No, everybody, right? no, Wrong they do preach the prosperity gospel. But, and, and not just them. 
All churches mostly do it. I'm not. I'm, what I'm saying is, I disagree. Is, yes, they do. That's what the whole. I've been on a whole church tour. Okay, but regardless, I've been to a whole church. So my point <laughs> is, whole church. but my you point been is, to a whole church. No, I've been to multiple churches. Are there half churches? But what I'm, but my point is. It's not just that church. That was the uproar. If you, because they weren't the only two people there. There were other people who came in and spoke. So that was the uproar. Oh, if you you're know, not, if you you're not, not prosperous, if you're not prosperous, then you must, you're not living right. That which was is not BS. the word that. Day. Well, what was the word? Yeah, because that, that, you do that, hear that, that often. You do was, hear that. I didn't say Jamal. I said who, the other person who they let speak, and I don't know the pastor's name, but I'll okay, give it to but you. let me break it down. That's absolutely They're what they said. That Ti feels like when he walked in. Mm. which he walked in very late. Okay. Typically at the end oh, of church. Oh, Tip went to church? Tip went to church in the switch. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, not like that. Okay, yeah, so listen. You know I love you. Oh, they just went out after I did not tip mean that. He was listen, I've been knowing Tip since Tip was I don't tip. care how long you've been knowing well, I'm but just you did. saying. Do a little shade. I didn't mean I just Okay, said so tip. listen. The I'm man walked into church later in the service. Most people that go to church know that there's pretty much an offering at the top, and if you're going to take a second one, it's on the backhand. <laughs> they walked on the back end. They walked in on the back end. Now, here's where I, I agree with one of my friends who I took to New Birth the next week. I'm confused that we have this take mentality or get something for free. I don't have a problem with Jamar asking for one, two, three, four offerings. Let me explain to you why. That man went into a church that was already in debt. That church is in debt about $3.5 million, okay? Let's start there. Number two, how are they supposed to keep them lights well, on? Well, allegedly, it's about, allegedly it's about a million dollars worth of allegedly, lights. Allegedly, allegedly. Listen, it's a million dollars worth of lights in New Birth. They got a whole praise and worship Trust team. Trust and believe he got a salary, folks. So whatever okay, they but was the broke about, have a salary. he didn't pay. But, but any That's job that we're you talking do, about a Right, but I'm just saying, so don't say because they are so broke. They brought him in, so they have some money. The point is, though, I'm not, I'm not they, knocking they, him or anything. But you didn't even let me finish. The whole thing I'm just thing saying, though, let's make that point. He did get, he didn't just walk in off the street like I'm a good I would like to make a point. What is your point, Stacey? He didn't pay. Jamal is now dating his ex-wife. I know, right? Who's on um, the show. So the leave it to Stacey to bring it back to dating. <laughs> Girl, so what do you think? Okay, she that's just a went PR stunt. They need 5,000 5, more people the in the church. Stuff. Right. So they're going to get back together. He's going to get holy. They're going to have a whole new birth wedding. You know, all you I celebrities in Atlanta all gonna show up. going to show up. It's not right now about ladies, church okay, we, 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 and pastors and ladies, prosperity ladies. preaching. I think that anybody who wants to go to church, whatever's going to keep church. them there. I'm with that. It's, so whatever I the message first. is, whatever they walk brings in somewhere you to church. I usually look Pay your tithes to where you being fed so That's the word. They walked into Stop church. Stop going to church for free, taking the word and not paying your tithes. And but church is supposed to be free, though, right? Isn't church supposed you to supposed be You're supposed to sow free? a seed, girl. Everybody yeah, have a seed just, to sow, but yes, you are. Okay, this, this conversation his... about church and tithing could go so you on and on. To church for free? About love. No, I don't think, you should, I don't think we should one. go to church for free, but I do believe that there are a lot of people who go to church and pay their tithes before they're able to pay their water bill, and I don't like that. But Nikki, this is not anybody's fault. Okay, let me say this. Let me say this. Why is it that we want one place to speak for everything? That church basically speaks to the people that go there. I think the more, um, the conversation should probably be, be this. Wow, that church gets to see, as I started to say, but you guys cut me out, 
a family come back together as one. Absolutely. Jamal actually cheated on his wife, and now his wife is accepting him back for whatever reason. So she's reasons. gonna be, she's gonna be a first lady. She's now. gonna be a first lady. Okay, and when you and, and they have children. shout out to the first lady exactly. slash housewife. Yeah, I mean not housewife, but real housewife of what? Potomac. Potomac. And she's mm. absolutely and now their children have yeah, children so, have the opportunity to grow up with their shout father. Shout out to Kanye West for bringing spirituality back to the mainstream. Pay your tithes. I'm pay your tithes, and yeah. So, did not say opinionated co-host. We'll be right back with more She Speaks Live. When She Speaks Live returns. Killer Mike did not disrespect her. T.I. did not disrespect her. The audience I can't speak about. The people who were on the panel did not disrespect her. Let's be clear about that. They did not. We got to leave the boss at home. We're so attracted to being bosses at work that we're bringing that boss to our home. You're watching She Speaks Live. Let's have a conversation about Candace Owens and the Revolt Conference. Now, I didn't get a chance to see all of it, but what I understand is that Candace Owens was at the Revolt Conference and she said some things that Killer Mike and T.I. didn't necessarily agree with. Did you, did you see it, Christine? And then she got disrespected. They wanted she to got hold black women so high and respect our women, and then y'all hooped, hollered, yelled, screamed, and cussed that girl out. I wasn't with it. I feel like we keep saying that, you know, we should come together as people and everyone should have an opinion. And from what I've seen, you know, we, we debated about this a little bit off camera. From majority of what I've seen, I did see a clip where she got to get everything out, and I actually like what she said, and then they actually agreed with what she said. But majority of the time that this woman was trying to speak, People were screaming and yelling and cussing and it, it was just it wasn't it it wasn't positive to me. I just I think we're at a place now where everybody wants us to all agree just because yeah, we're black. I agree. And and mm -hmm. I don't think that that's cool. I don't think that you wanna close the voice of someone that doesn't agree with black people. If that girl don't agree, she should be allowed to disagree and in a respectful way. And that leads me to my next question, which is for Christine Beatty. Yes, ma'am. How do we create safe spaces for people to have honest political dialogue despite their party affiliations? Well, um, like Shanita just mentioned, people hollering and hooping. And I think we have to always remember this. Because I'm like this. I'm, you know, I can be aggressive in my conversation. You know, we laugh and joke no, about it. But you know uh, what you're talking about. No, no, no. But no, I'm just saying we laugh and joke about it on the panel. But yeah, mm -hmm. you know, all of us are very forceful with our opinions when we feel like, okay, I want to get my point across. Mm -hmm. here's, the, here's the challenge, though. And I think... That's one side of the coin mm -hmm. that people were hooping and hollering. Mm -hmm. The other side is people feel disrespected by what she says and mm -hmm. what she talks about. Mm -hmm. So when you sit up and say police brutality is really not an issue in this country. That's ridiculous. We need to look, you know, that's a disrespecting mm -hmm. sentiment. But that doesn't mean she should be disrespected. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. And Killer Mike did not disrespect her. T.I. did not disrespect her. The audience, I can't speak about. The people who were on the panel did not disrespect her. Let's be clear about that. They mm -hmm. did not. And when we talk about what, again, is being said, just because, and I say this all the time, I have a, a friend who I argue with, just because you real soft with your words you, and you cut like a razor, you better come doesn't on. mean that you're not disrespectful. You better come so on. So if I say to you, yeah. you ain't S-H-I-T. Right. You are H-O-E. Mm -hmm. And I'm calm. Right. I still have totally I disrespected you. Calmly. But when I say you ain't, so but now angry. I'm real yeah. disrespectful yeah. because I've yeah. And again, I'm not taking away anything about people being disrespectful. I'm getting back to the question, which is how can we have a discourse and not be disrespectful? We have to first listen. 
mm-hmm. which is what I just did. For, that's why I really want to hear your full point on this. Mm-hmm. We have to be Actively. able to listen mm-hmm. and then not automatically form your answer mm-hmm. while the person is talking. Because while you're talking, I'm sitting up here like, okay, yeah, make sure I make, let me make sure I make something. this right. point when I say this. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not right. even listening to what right. you're saying. I'm just saying, oh, when she finished, let me see this right. one I'm going to say. So I haven't heard anything that she needed to say. I haven't heard what a Republican has said because I'm talking for the Democrats. So when, I, when I get my time in, I'm going to talk my Democratic point. I don't really care what she's saying because I want my point to be out. So the first thing is we really do have to listen. Active listening. Yeah, you, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's a, the big thing. They yeah. did an experiment, just last point on this, a, a political experiment mm-hmm. where they brought 500 people in the room because, again, we are so gridlocked in America. Yeah. It's yeah. either you... Democrat or Republican. It's ridiculous. You pro-Trump right. or you anti-Trump. Yes. You right. can't be in the middle. Yeah. You better pick a side. And especially as black... No, no, I'm saying that's what the Senate Partisan is. Like you said. It's so much vitriol, yeah, As black so people, hate, everybody so want us to yeah. be very... Yeah. I think it, you one-sided. So. Okay. I, think it, well, we got, I think at the end of the day, though... Uh-huh. Revolt knew why they were bringing. Absolutely, and so open up the conversation. Of course, and everybody told <laughs> and they knew exactly what they, they were doing. I feel like next no question. We gotta get to. We gotta get to. We gotta get to our next question real True. quick. Shanita, True. this one is for you. Atlanta's known for keeping up with the Joneses or the Housewives <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, and you travel in those circles, ma'am. So my question for you is: At what point does trying to keep up with the Joneses become unhealthy? And have oh, you had a moment in your life? where you felt like it became unhealthy for you? It's, it's all the way unhealthy. I think uh, we're creating a culture. Yes. Uh, a, a housewives, television, reality show culture mm. where these people feel like this is the only way I could become successful. This is the only way that I could become seen. And so I think it's very unhealthy. You have people now that are getting on TV, I say for two quarters, but uh, getting on <laughs> for uh, <laughs> almost under minimum wage to sell their soul to feel like, you know, I'm on television. Yeah, you know, sometimes mm. you, you yeah. have to walk away and say, yeah. this is not for me. Um, I love the Housewives. It's a successful brand, but I think people fail to realize, and I know facts, filmed their first season completely for free. They didn't mm-hmm. get a single dollar to get on We television. allegedly, 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 factual. we can't put people financial business in Listen, the street. I said it. I know this conversation, especially Housewives Atlanta, that whole thing could go on and on and on, but I cannot leave this conversation without giving Stacey the opportunity to tell us, speaking of the things that we do... That, oh, you do get a... Something. God. All of these Detroit don't, girls. don't take the time that I'm giving you to say something Jesus. to talk about the fact that you ain't said nothing. <laughs> but Stacey, what yes. are the top two things that a woman who is looking to establish a healthy relationship with a man can do? Ooh, that's Or easy. I'm sorry, what are the biggest mistakes we make? Yeah, that's easy. Um, I can say we got to leave the boss at home. We're so attracted to being bosses at work mm. that we're bringing that boss to our homes. And that is where men, you, that's where the heads are bumping because men don't communicate healthy from a woman telling him what to do. There is a way, ladies, that you can get what you want, but you don't have to be bossing your man. I call it mommying. You know, do this, do that, and then you may have the cupcake. No! There's a way that you communicate with your man instead of telling him what to do. Number two, so I you think... So you're saying about out? No, okay, number two. Say I'm that giving again? the cupcake no, good, sure. bad, and different. Number two. Ahead. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's okay. Okay. Number two, I would say we're not dating enough. 
thus mm. my book, 143 Reasons Why I Believe Women Should Date Multiple Men. Ladies, the only way you're gonna learn how to date and learn what you like outside of the disappointment over here from the last bad relationship is to date. You cannot just meet a guy, go out five times, and he's your boyfriend. That's, that's insane. But you cannot dating do that. 143 times seems no, like a lot of dates. No, that's not what I dates. said. I think Girl, you need to listen, Wendy. Girl, we got okay. dinner. Listen, boyfriend. Wendy. It's 143 <laughs> reasons, not 143 <laughs> dates. Okay, 143 okay. reasons. Wendy, okay. Oprah, multiple men. Get okay, it together. Right. Okay, and I'm can sorry. I make a point from Stacey's book? And Stacey also says, even though you date, you don't have to give up the cupcake, oh, yeah. you're as y'all said. You're just people. Yeah, you're, okay. you're not having sex with all these men. You're just dating. Well, I got, I got something go. they can do. Every, yeah. Just shut up. Okay, just, so just, shut just shut up. At the end of the day, speaking of shutting up, this conversation can go on forever. <laughs> Ladies, this was amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> up next, we have Kiki Wyatt and acid attack survivor, domestic violence advocate, Christy Sims. Their stories are absolutely incredible. Don't go anywhere. This is She Speaks Live. I'm Nikki Gable Daniels, Christine Beatty, Shanita Foster. Stay <laughs> You're watching She Speaks Live. Many people have experienced or even watched their loved ones go through. Adolescent relationship abuse. Not only did he ruin my mother's life, but he helped ruin mine. Like, how could you even look at yourself in the mirror? How could you even want to be alive after you touch your own child? Welcome back to She Speaks Live. I'm your host, Nikki Gilbert Daniels, and that was a clip from our upcoming documentary film, Broken Things. Our topic tonight is when love hurts. And joining me in the VIP section are women I have a tremendous amount of respect for and I admire so much. Women who know more about the pain and the horror of domestic violence than they should. Tonight, we're joined by acid attack survivor Christy Sims and my sister and R&B Divas co-star and domestic violence advocate, Kiki Wyatt. Y'all give it up. Y'all give it up for us. Now, I'm going to try to convince Kiki to bless us with a performance that's going to penetrate our soul. But please help me welcome these amazing ladies to She Speaks Live. It's good. Yeah. So, Christy, yes. I am going to start with you. First of all, thank you so much. I met you at Dorinda Walker's Protected by Purpose, which mm -hmm. was an amazing panel discussion. Mm -hmm. And I could not believe your story. It blew my mind. So can you share with our viewing audience what happened so I am a survivor of domestic violence and acid attack. Um, six years ago, April 28th, 2013, I was in a relationship with a guy and I told this guy, only thing I can think, I, I, people always ask, why did he do it, why did he do it? The only thing I can think of is I had told him weeks before that I did not want to get married. We hadn't argued or anything. He just happened to be at my house that particular weekend. Um, Beautiful Sunday afternoon, in this great mood. We're getting along just fine. And um, I'm just in the kitchen or whatever. He calls me to the bathroom of my house, and he asked me to bring him a towel. As I'm coming down the hall, I see just this flood of water, and he's holding a bowl of... At that time, I didn't know what it was. I found out later it was acid. And um, he just took the bowl before I could do anything. Because, see, remember, we hadn't been arguing anything, so I didn't know this guy was trying to hurt me. 
I didn't know what was in the boat. It could have been water. I didn't know what it was. And so um, people always assume that this was an abusive relationship prior to, but this literally was an ambush. He planned an acid attack, and, and the purpose was to destroy my face. So there was no it. problem before? Like, there no, was no, no argument, argument We were getting along was, fine wow. the whole weekend. I had been with him the whole weekend. We were getting along fine. I had just, in my mind, decided that I didn't want to be with him anymore. Um, but I hadn't told him specifically that it was completely over. I just didn't want to get married. And I didn't know that not getting married was going to be something that was going to change my life forever. So anyway, <sighs> the, the purpose, I don't know if you know anything about acid attack, but it happens all over the world. I'm the only one in the state of Georgia. The purpose is to destroy the person's appearance. So I guess his thinking was, you know, I don't, I can't explain evil, but she doesn't, she doesn't want to be with me. Nobody's going to want her. So we threw the acid in my face. How the acid trickled to over 20% of my body, I don't know, but I'm burned on over 20% of my body. God, I'm so much. Oh, her breathing. How's your breathing? She's breathing fine. Okay. Where's the lady? Where's the lady burned at? It's on the. Studio. Look. Andrew. Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Okay, I was placed in a coma for two months, woke up completely blind. I was blind for four months, away, away from my kids for six months. Completely disfigured, um, looked like a monster for a very long time. And over the past six years, I've had surgery after surgery. And this right here, to be honest with you, I was supposed to have 100 surgeries. I only had about 13. This is a miracle that I can even sit here because for an entire year, I had to live behind a veil with sunglasses because I couldn't even go out in public. So when I say that this guy tried to break me in every way imaginable, he tried, but he did not succeed. I know that's right, baby, because you here sitting with Kiki Wyatt and what? Yeah, and my, and my crime was, my crime was, wasn't even an argument, not wanting to get married. That was my crime. So was there, like, were there any warning signs with him? Like, not anything that you did, but was there, like, did he have a... T like, I'm, I'm not to be funny, but was there a twitch? Was there, like, did you notice that there were certain moments where he yeah. would get... Yeah, So thinking there were back, signs. Thinking back, yeah. But you know what I tell people? Because I'm an advocate. I tell... And I, I go into school systems, and I and this is what I teach, the warning signs. Yes. The controlling behavior, the mm -hmm. jealousy. If I even looked at another guy, that was a problem. You know, he never put his hands on me, but it was always a conversation. Why are you mm -hmm. looking at him, you know? Mm -hmm. That's the sign of a very insecure person, okay? And that's not love, all right? In the very beginning of relationships, um, that control that, they, that men do sometimes, and women too, women can be controlling too, but that excessive control feels in the very beginning when you're really into the person, it feels like love sometimes because there's a lot of attention. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it wasn't, He loved me. He got mad when such and yeah. such and such and such. Or, so and he, he called me. me all... The week before this happened, he called me 25 times within a two-hour period oh, wow. because I wouldn't answer the phone. It's, it's stuff like that. Yeah. That excessive calling, trying to force you to pick up the phone, trying to control your every move. He had some, I'm a shapely woman, so he had something to say about you know, what I wore. Those are the warning signs. The fact that he wanted to marry me to me, it was too too soon. He wanted to get married too soon. How, how long? That's were you a dating? warning sign. How long did you? Off and on, about three years we dated. Okay. It was not because we all we were always it was it was a toxic relationship to be honest with you, and so it wasn't a relationship where we were always okay. Mm -hmm. You know, but it was toward the end. I just realized, you know, as I grew, 
as I grew, I became a professional counselor and I was able to look at myself, stand outside of my situation and say, you know what, this is just not going to work. This is not for me. Wow. Because I always felt like with him, if I wanted to be with somebody else, he would make me feel guilty about it. Those are warning signs. When they try mm -hmm. to isolate mm -hmm. you from your mm -hmm. family, from mm -hmm. your friends, that's not normal behavior. Do you have, you mind me asking, you have children? I have two children. They were, my daughter was 10 at the time. My son was 13 at the time. Did your, did your kids see anything in him? Did your kids ever feel like, ah, something about like him ain't right? My they did not like him. him. That's, ah. one why told, that's one of the reasons why I told mm -hmm. him I did not want to get married. Mm. My son pulled me to the side the month before this happened. And he said, Mom, I don't care who you marry. Just don't marry him. Oh, my God. And I looked at my son then. I said, I promise you, I won't be marrying this man. And so that's when I told him. I said, I'm not going to be able to marry you. I'm sorry. You know? Because you did not want to marry mm -hmm. him. And this is, this is what I'm guessing. See, remember, I don't know why You don't did know. It. it could be but anything. This, this is the only thing I can think of because... He could have thought you were cheating on him. It could have been anything. He could have thought that. I don't know right. what it was. Okay. You know, I don't know what it was. But that's the only thing that I can remember <laughs> saying. I just remember telling him, this is... I don't... We're not going to get married. I don't want to get married. You're watching She Speaks Live. I cannot even imagine that. I got way more questions. But before we get into more questions I have with you, Kiki Wyatt, my sister, my friend, my oh, ride or die. First of all, oh, I yeah, love you and I appreciate life. you so much. Because this is this is my friend in real life, y'all. Like all that, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> On a serious note, you went through a really dramatic and traumatic life-changing experience and you mm -hmm. happen to be married to the person that you went through that with yeah. can you take for people who haven't heard the real story and not the radio gossip blog version right. but kiki's version of what happened in your situation oh what makes it worse is that i had to do it in the public eye mm. and a lot of people didn't know that right like all that fake smile and not girl look right it sucks Right. Um, I, I'm glad that I went through it. Why? Because I'm able to sit here today and help other people that may be going through it and they don't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. um, the horrible part about it is I stayed as long as I did for my kids. Your kids are resilient. They will bounce back like a bouncing basketball. Right, right. Don't stay in no crap just because of your kids. I've gone through two divorces over ignorance. And the first time I stayed because of kids and the judge looked at me and said, either you stay and I take your beautiful, precious little beings or you get out of there. Mm. And I already was like leaving anyway. Mm -hmm. And we were separated for two years, living under the same roof. Mm. And I know, just dumb, just no, dumb. I mean, like you said, you were doing but, it for not just yourself. But when you're in that state of mind, for mothers out there that feel like they should do it for their kids, don't do it for the kids. You're just making things worse for your kids and you don't even understand how bad. Right. Like when your children are watching you being choked that plays in their yep. head. Yep. When your children are watching, you know, mommy and daddy go back and forth at it, boom, 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 boom. That's traumatic for children. Yeah. And um, thank God that when that whole situation went down that everybody don't know about because I had to be quiet 
for social media and purposes and management and all that. Don't talk about do do mm-hmm. You know, I just hate that being quiet. Everybody then thought I was crazy because they weren't getting the story. Mm-hmm. But I'm just glad being my oldest now, he was a little a little bitty feller. So it wasn't so bad then, but I was stupid enough and stayed for nine more years. It's not stupid. It's it's love. But it, but, and it's, I mean, you know, in hindsight, you see well, that no, it's Well, no, but see, but... that's the thing. I didn't really love him like that. Oh, really? Oh, no, I didn't. So was it like, was the relationship... Okay, so... You said, Christy, that you didn't really have any warning signs, right? I had, I had warning. You had warning signs, but not you just your, your typical warning them. signs. Now that I'm, some, you can't, you cannot, you can't always see your picture when you're inside your own you, brain. Girl, get everybody else sees your I'm picture. Done. You, you, you really can't. Can. It, it, you so, can. it, it's you're true. inside the frame. You yes, can't see it your own so picture. Everybody true. around her saw it. Everybody around me. My friends didn't like him. My, my family didn't like him. But they never came to me and told me. Oh, he kept me from all my family, all my friends. Yeah, that's the worst warning sign sign ever. Isolation. What people don't understand is that 75% of all cases of domestic violence happen when a woman is leaving the relationship. That's when she's most in danger. But a lot of people stay for a a whole lot of reasons. Number one, it's normally the kids. They stay Mm -hmm. for the kids. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they stay for finances. That probably wasn't her case. A lot of women stay because of finances. A lot of them ninety nine 99% of them stay because of finances, yes, believe it or not. Yes, and I have friends that... Syndrome. You ever see, heard of Stockholm Syndrome where somebody gets kidnapped, kidnapped and right. they become loyal to, mm-hmm. to the person that's kidnapped mm-hmm. them and abused them? Mm-hmm. Well, just imagine of fear. being abused by somebody that you love. Excuse me. Abusers don't come up to you and knock you upside the head. You fall. You, you either fall for them or you get attached to yeah. them. Because even though yeah. she wasn't in love with him, she had an attachment Absolutely. to him. Okay? It was familiar to her. Mm-hmm. And the cycle of abuse involves the abuse, the honeymoon stage. You know what I'm talking about? So sometimes these men that are abusing you, they're very, very sweet. Very, and very patient, sweet. I guess, huh? I'm talking about very, very sweet. Like, like total opposite. Yeah. This particular guy right here was not hitting me. But when I think back, he was emotionally and verbally abusive. And see, mm-hmm. I didn't go through physical... In my second marriage, it was it was that. Yeah, well, people don't understand the, ver- the emotional. Mm-hmm. But it breaks you down. Yeah. It breaks you down. Um, mm-hmm. If it's the only thing I can say, me and this guy didn't even live together. He never got a chance to touch my core. He never. That's why I'm so strong. That's why I'm able to fight for other people, fight for women, and that's why I was able to get up out of a coma yes. and start fighting. Come on, because he never broke the inside of me. But let me tell you something. The best you thing too, you, girl. The best thing that <laughs> you could have, she could have done, uh-huh. was leave because she had children. Young man, whoever you are, out there in in this world, considering hurting a woman, beating up on a woman, throwing acid in a woman's face, understand that karma and God are two forces that you don't want to mess with. Hold and up, ladies, think about your mama, somebody doing it to your, your mama. mama. Isn't mm-hmm. that, think about, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Because uh-huh, you know, boys love their mamas. Yeah, mm-hmm. so imagine it being your mom or your sister. Yeah. Just any woman in your life that you yes. love. That's crazy. So on to a lighter side of it before we wrap this wonderful conversation up. You did something really amazing with Marcy's Law. Can you tell people who don't know what Marcy's Law is all about and how you've been working on that? So Marcy Nicholas was a um, young woman who was murdered in California years mm-hmm. ago. Um, Kelsey Grammer and I were the state ambassadors for Marcy's Law last year. We got the mm-hmm. law passed. Um, but there was an entire team um, that worked on this, you know, to get it passed. You know, it has to go past the House, 
Congress, everything or whatever. And so, but I was the face of it. I was the one that was on all the commercials last year and stuff. Mm -hmm. Marcy's Law basically says that crime victims, and not just domestic violence, but all crime victims now have equal rights as criminals. Right. You would think common sense, we always did, but we didn't. Mm. Criminals have the right to remain silent. They have the right to an attorney. They're, they're called for every hearing. I was never called for a single hearing in the entire time. In your case? In my own case. In my own case. Girl, wow. This man, right. it, took, it took two mm -hmm. years for him to be sentenced. It took an entire year for him to be charged. And he was booked in, booked out in two hours. Nobody ever called me to tell me. And I'm laying up in the hospital bed having surgery. So you could have come back, circled around. And killed and you. Killed and me. killed you. And That's so, what I'm sitting here thinking. So when I, tell, when I tell her. people, people think you just assume that this was already a law. And it wasn't. And now, you know, because of um, me just speaking out and because of this entire team, the Marcy's Law team, now... Um, whenever somebody, whenever anything is going on with your case and you are a victim, you have to be notified throughout the entire thing. Good stuff, good stuff. When he gets yeah, out of, he's, 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 up for, he's up for parole. He's gonna, ha he, he has a possibility of a parole. Before, before Marcy's Law, legally they didn't have to tell the victim that the person was out. They can get paroled and nobody ever calls you, right? right? right. As a courtesy they would sometimes, but it wasn't constitutional. Now it is a part of the Georgia Constitution and several other states that when he gets out, they have to call me first before calling anybody bravo, else. Bravo, bravo, mm. bravo. It, it's going to save lives. Yeah. It's going to save, I mean, yeah. just your story alone. And you yeah. think about it, as tragic as it is, and you, we were talking about this earlier with what you're experiencing with Raja, you know, God puts us through these things and you can either use it as an opportunity to teach other people and heal other people and educate other people. Mm -hmm. Think about the amount of lives that, you know, y'all are able to save having gone through things as high-profile celebrities and you're also a very yeah. high-profile acid attack. I was seeing mm -hmm. it everywhere and how you can save people's lives. So I applaud yes. both of you ladies mm -hmm. for being warriors. Absolutely for being warriors. And Kiki, you got something to share. I said I want a little surprise for my friend, y'all. And my friend's sitting over here with a swollen belly. You know, and I just want to know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to reveal I'm your business. So is there something you would like to share? There's a whole else? human man in there. There's a whole human man in there? It is. And, and who is the lucky gentleman who was the father of that child? Well, that's the feller that I was telling y'all about. See? Why am I so into See? this story? And he's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, brother. Come on. Oh, he ain't all letting out this money. Oh, he's, oh, you know, <laughs> baby. He's he's bad young. Bad. We, look, 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 we got, yes, we all yes. got issues, but he loves my children and mm. they love him. And, um, we're working through kinks because, like I said, you can know somebody for your whole life, yeah. but it's just different when you're in the home with them and you're just learning them and they're yeah. learning you. And I got a lot of walls and steps and stones and bricks and mortar. But you're and, worth every bit of it. And he's busting and he through. That. And he recognizes He's busting through. That's more important. But I would have never had to go through none of it if you had a little come on. In the first place. <laughs> why didn't you just not be the rebound and be the Mr. Right Now Forever? But you are Mr. Well, right Now Forever. Well, he said that the Lord told him it wasn't time. Okay. And so I can't I can't fight him over that. And I get it. Yeah. Because so, I was a little girl. Yeah. So. Well, you love, the, the fact is, you got somebody who loves. Are mm -hmm. you in a new relationship, Christy? Mm -hmm. Not right now? Mm -hmm. No? Not. What do you have? Do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? I hear you have a new book coming this month, actually, right? Next month. And Next, I'm or October. We'll be in October. Month. Week, mm -hmm. So yes, this I'm month. I'm getting it. So I travel. I'm, I, I speak professionally. Now that's what I do. And I run a nonprofit at Christy Sims Foundation. So okay. 
Mm -hmm. um, I, I do the work year round, but in October is when I travel the country and I speak at, um, I'm a college speaker primarily because okay. that population, believe it or not, is very high in, in, dating, in dating violence. Absolutely. So that in my book, Flutter, um, people wonder what that name is about what or whatever, but yeah. my story, because I've had an entire transformation, my story is compared sometimes to the cal a caterpillar going to the butterfly, you oh, know, because I was messed yes. up, I mean, for some years. Mm. Yes. And so Flutter, if you would think about the butterfly, what makes the butterfly so beautiful is when that butterfly starts to fly. Yeah. So Flutter, Flutter is what I'm doing right now. I've gotten through all of this foolishness, all of this mess or whatever. And so this book is about telling people how to um, thrive and grow through change. And y'all make sure you get her book, Flutter. Kiki, you are on the road, singing everywhere, performing Holly. everywhere with the baby. Yes, and I have what a else? new uh, YouTube channel with a whole show on there. Just You need that, though. What's the title Tatton. of the show? Plug, plug. Uh, oh, you don't want to tell on my... Uh, it's oh, the Kiki win. show. It's Hello? the Kiki Wyatt show? <laughs> it's a Aww. lot of stuff. But it's good stuff. It's, it's good stuff. stuff. And YouTube is where and it's And trying at. to go to the store with 8,000 children. and Oh, I love it. Uh, That's girl. Cool. I love it. I love and it. So, I love it. I you love know, it. just and my poor husband. Trying, you know. Your lucky husband. Mm, well, well that too. Your lucky husband. You're blessed and fortunate. <laughs> Both of you are blessed and fortunate. Yes. Both of you ladies have, it's just been such an honor to have this conversation. We could go mm. on and on and on. Yes. So this conversation was super, super, super inspiring. At the same time, it was heartbreaking. So I feel like it's so appropriate for me to ask my sister friend, Kiki Siobhan. <laughs> Don't tell my whole <laughs> government. To, to, to give us something, just a little something, something. Can you give us just a little something, something, sister friend, please? Just a little something. Okay. Thank you. Why do you always do this to me? Because you can sing your face off and I love and you. And so can you. So. Well, okay, but it's on you right now. So we're going to harmonize. Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. No, because I can't harmonize the runs you're doing, Kiki. So I just won't do no runs. <laughs> you're going to run. I'm listening. Why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadows and why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven, my home, when Jesus is my portion a constant friend is he Kicking, okay. Over me, oh, I sing. You ready? Because, because I want to say, because I'm happy, oh, I sing. sing. Because. I was going to 
gonna say because you oh, gonna because me. thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I'm free. And I know. You ain't gonna join in at all? No, I'm not that girl. Well, I'm done. <laughs> oh, I hate you! <laughs> Give it up for Tiki <laughs> You trying to make me that girl that was in that show? Well, I'm gonna sing after Kiki. I ain't no fool, girl. No, <laughs> I'm not the fool. Who was the girl who was in that? You know what I'm talking about, that no. video of that girl. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. See, that won't be me. Not today. Thank you, my sister. I, I love, love you, you so much. Thank you Thank so you much, Christy. Me. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies, if you are in a situation where you feel that your man either could potentially become dangerous or if he is dangerous, don't just stay for the children. I know it's easier said than done. But what is, what is that, Kiki? Get the hell out of there. That's right. <laughs> Give it up for Kiki Wyatt and Christy. <laughs> Oh, mm -hmm.